0: Hey guys, what's up? Uh, I'm going over the battle round, the command phase, and the movement phase today. Now there's lots of different things that you can do in each of them. Two of them are a bit short, but the battle round is composed of many different things. It is basically the turn base, how you do your turns. and any out of phase rules that are not supposed to happen in a specific phase happen like you you can do that in more of a whatever the rule says because the rule says it probably will say to happen at the at that time but again if two rules Say to happen at the exact same time. And you, who wh- whoever wants to go first. Just roll off. Just do a roll off. If you guys both want to do it first or something. But I think, it, no, you always roll off. If you have any, like, thing. So, that's out of phase rules. You have, these are the phases that you go through. The phases are basically... Like, moving, and then shooting, yeah. So, you have command phase, which is, they use their strategic resources and use tactical abilities. Movement phase, move your stuff. Psychic phase, psychic powers are kind of like the magic of the 41st millennium, but they're not exactly magic. They're summoned from the warp, which is a magical realm of... Warp, well, just pure energy. So basically, they're drawing energy and doing stuff with it. And then you have the shooting phase. Shoot stuff. Then you have the charge phase. And the charge phase allows you to move into close combat with your enemies. It it is the only way to get into engagement range. You have to charge. That's the only way to get into engagement range of 1 inch and 5 inch. And then you have the fight phase, which is actually where you conduct your close combat. And then you have the morale phase, which is are your units shaken? Are they gonna run away or anything? So you have the command phase. The command phase is not very large, but all battle forged armies, which I'll talk about a bit later, gain one command point, if any, if if your army is battle forged. Battle forged armies are basically can just just, Consisted of more types of, like, there's battalions that you have to put together and stuff like that. I'll try to explain it later, but I'll see if I can get some of this up on my YouTube channel sometime and we can have visuals for this. But maybe, maybe not. And then you, oh, whoops, I just hit my microphone. And then you resolve any rules that occur in the command phase and then you progress to the movement phase. Now, the movement phase is moving your units, which you can only do once. Certain types of movement, there's multiple certain types of movements you can do, but what you do in the movement phase is select your units to move, move them in in any specific way. Um, Units that are within, within engagement range can fall back or remain stationary, you can select another army and just repeat. Just repeat whatever you're doing. So, a normal move. You move your models up to the move characteristic on your sheet, which if you haven't, don't know what the move characteristic is on the sheet, then you can go back to my data sheets video or podcast and listen to that because I talk about the data sheets there and then we and you cannot move within engagement range of models advance you move your models the move characteristic but then you add you roll a d6 and add that many inches and you cannot move within engagement range and you cannot shoot or charge if you advanced and then you have remain stationary you don't move that's it and then you have fallback you you Basically, what this is, is to get out of close combat. What you, what you cannot do is, you cannot charge, because falling back requires you to... Basically, what you're doing is you're getting yourself out of close combat, out of engagement range. That falling back is the only way to get yourself out of engagement range. You cannot just move out, you have to fall back. And you cannot shoot or charge. You move up to your move characteristic. And then, you cannot sh- manifest a psychic power, unless you are a titanic unit, which is a keyword on your sheet. And then you have reinforcements. I'm also relatively new to reinforcements, since I'm relatively new to Ninth edition, because so I might be a little bit shaky on this. So, what you do is, the unit reinforcement unit that starts the, you start it on a location in your battlefield I'm well actually um let me pause pause the recording and I will come back to you after I've read most of this okay okay so I read the rules And reinforcements, um, are basically anything that tells you that you should be able to be onto the battlefield. So what you can do is, at any movement phase, what you can do is you can, like, kind of, like, beam your models down on, or your unit, down onto the board, and in all the characteristics that it says on the thing that says it should be able to. And then, uh... They cannot move because they've considered to make a normal move, normal move, because they've been set up. And then you set them up one at a time, and they just, they are governed by the rules that said, that had them start in. They cannot do anything that resolves to moving. They always count as having moved. Any reinforcements that have not been set up by, on the battlefield, by the end of the game, counts as destroyed. So basically, if somebody tables your army, tables is a term for killing the entire thing. If somebody kills your entire army, um, then you can't put down the other models, even if the game technically isn't over. And once all those units have been set up, progress to the psychic phase. But there's a couple other things that are kind of advanced, like moving over terrain. And when a model moves out over terrain that is taller than one inch, it just... So basically, if I have a box that's two inches tall, two inches across, and two inches down. So basically, it's a two inch, two inch up, two inch wide, two inch up. So what they'd have to do is, let's say they have a 12 inch move. They could move in, move up the box, move over the box, move down the box, and keep going. So basically what they do is you just take all those two inches and minus them. So what I consider doing is, let's say I'm going over a thing that's three inches tall and I want to sit on top of that three inches and I have a six inch move. That means I could just minus those three inches from my six inch move and that's how far I can move on top of the thing. Because you can you can move up terrain. it just you have to add that amount of inches to how far you're moving. And models can freely move over terrain 1 inch less than height. And then models cannot move through terrain taller terrain features, but they can climb up and down them. And then flying. Fly is a keyword on the data sheet. And they can make a normal move and Fly models can can make can move other models... what they can move over. I missed a word. Other models when they make a normal move advance or when they fall back, which basically and they ignore vertical distance. So let's say I have a three-inch tall box that's like one inch across and then three inch down. I And I have a 6 inch move. I would ignore those 3 inches on either side. I would just count the 2 inches on the top. Because I'm flying. um, And that's whenever they're basically moving. Whenever they're. Whenever they're. Making a normal move. Advancing or falling back. Those are the 3. That they ignore. And then there's transports. Which I think I'll save for an entire another video. Because there's a lot of stuff on transport. Same with aircraft. But that's all in this video today. And thanks for listening. Uh, Bye. Hope you have a good day.